It's Thursday, October 10, 2013. They have uh, some difficulties in producing a safe product right now. The shutdown's non-essential food safety workers are essential after all. People are always surprised at how many great innovations have already happened out there. International community moves forward on climate solutions. The natural gas war on coal shuts down three coal plants. The new normal, a time frame for climate change. Plus, the notion that man-made gases cause global warming is probably the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on the American people. Climate science deniers now denied by the L.A. Times. All of those denials and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. You see, here in California, we're not just gluten-free and soy-free and peanut-free. We're tea party free. Yeah, I don't really have any snarky comment here. Just kind of wanted to rub it in. From Los Angeles, this is your Green News Report. Yes, we can live in reality. Okay, Desi Doyen, once again, a reminder for our listeners, we have now fixed our iTunes subscribers feed. So if you were downloading from iTunes and you weren't getting Green News Reports for some reason, resubscribe. It's free and it'll be automatically downloaded to you now that we got the problem fixed. What kind of problems are you going to fix for us today, Desi Doyen? <laughs> well, the impacts of the government shutdown continue to escalate. A skeleton crew of furloughed federal workers have been called back to work at the Centers for Disease control to deal with an outbreak of salmonella food poisoning that's already sickened nearly 300 people across 17 states. 20 Centers for Disease Control staffers were called back to work to help with the outbreak out of 9,000 furloughed by the government shutdown. 9,000 furloughed. We don't need those guys. Well, the outbreak is bad enough that the USDA may close three Foster Farms raw chicken processing plants in California that have been linked to the outbreak. Happily, that was discovered. Lord only knows what hasn't been discovered or what won't be discovered while all these uh, food safety workers are shut down. But, you know, government isn't the solution. Government's the problem. Not coming back to work is the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, which oversees the safety of the nation's nuclear plants. They closed their door this week, but say they will keep a skeleton crew to monitor any nuclear emergencies. What do we need the nuclear safety workers for? Remember, the free market will handle nuclear safety. In climate science news, a major new study projects a time frame for climate change, when the global climate will permanently shift into a hotter new normal. An analysis of computer models from the University of Hawaii concludes that within 35 years, the climate will shift outside its historic boundaries, when even the coolest months will be hotter than what we've experienced over the last 150 years. In other words, if we don't cut emissions from burning fossil fuels, today's ceiling of high temperatures will become tomorrow's floor for future temperatures. That's by 2047. So that's predicted by computer models? Yes. Created by scientists? Yes. Need I say more? (laughs) But it won't be uniform. The tropics will see a permanent shift within the next 10 to 20 years. That would have an impact on billions of people, agriculture, and the oceans. If we don't cut emissions of greenhouse gases, the study estimates New York City and Washington, D.C., for example, will permanently shift to higher temperatures by about 2047. Say scientists. (laughs) Yes. But there's some good news. Despite the paralysis fostered in the U.S., 
U.S. by the climate change denial industry and Republicans in Congress, the international community is moving forward with solutions. There's a lot that can be done based on innovations that have already happened in different parts of the world. That's World Bank President Jim Yong Kim at this week's annual meeting of the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, highlighting the economic successes with businesses in developing countries that are transitioning successfully to a global clean energy revolution. He's a banker? Yes. Not a scientist? No. I better listen. Kenya is a great project that that, uh, has been enormously successful. Uh, We have experience in uh, helping uh, developing countries set up solar and wind-based microgrids. But a big part of it is just making sure that the knowledge of these solutions that have worked in certain places spread everywhere. More good news. Three massive coal plants in the Northeast are closing for good, ending decades of toxic pollution. The companies say the plants are not profitable enough in the face of cheaper, cleaner burning natural gas, and they refuse to pay to upgrade their plant's pollution control equipment, even though new regulations haven't even been written yet. So it's not Obama's war on coal? That's right. I won't believe it till a banker tells me. Finally, some more good news. The Los Angeles Times has announced it will no longer publish letters to to the editor pushing climate change denial or any letters that contain other, quote, errors of fact. Nice. I mean, censorship. What about free speech? <sighs> For real free speech, unlike at the L.A. Times, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com for much more. You can download us anytime via iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. Thanks for all the good news today, Des. You're welcome. Nice change of pace. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Then don't criticize what you can't understand. Oh, the times they are changing 